Now, as we mentioned, uh, the Clare Tipperary Garda Division issued the highest number of speeding fines in the country for the past two years in a row. Last year, this amounted to 21,594 fixed charge notices being issued for speeding across both counties. That was a 25% increase on the amount issued in 2022 and 43% above that of the next highest district in the country which is Meath, West Meath and Transport Infrastructure Ireland is now planning to roll out average speed cameras throughout the whole country. Um, There is a speed camera currently in place on the M7 near Burt Hill and also at the Port Tunnel in Dublin. Now to discuss this further I'm joined in studio by Ennis Finnegale, County Councillor Mary Howard, who will be speaking to Councillor Howard in a minute. We're also joined online by Eddie Golden, the head of the Ro- of Roads Policing Unit in the Clare Tipperary Garda Division. Superintendent Golden, um, good morning. Thanks for uh, taking our call. I suppose just generally, first, uh, Superintendent, just give us an idea as to why you think the figures in Clare and Tip are so high in terms of speeding fines. Uh, good morning, Peter, and good morning to listeners. I, I suppose... It's it's not really a good news story, Peter. Ultimately, I, the, the fact that we're detecting that uh, amount of speeders means that there's obviously more people speeding on the roads, which obviously is a factor then in the collisions. And when we look at last year, 26% of all driver fatalities recorded last year, excessive speed was one of the major factors in it. So when we look overall in relation to our detection rates, now you're correct to say that um, we are doing our best when, when it comes to enforcement to make sure that um, drivers are completely client in all those different uh, speed zones. Uh, we also have the fixed camera now at Board Hill, which uh, is only launched there for about a year and a half, and that has seen um, a number of uh, drivers as well caught for exceeding that speed. And if your listeners are not aware, that is an average speed camera, so um, people may not be aware of the technology, but what happens is you um, come into a zone there uh, a number of miles uh, up the road there, just past Nina, and a camera will detect your, um, I suppose, presence and your speed at that stage. And then over the course of the next kilometres, number of kilometres, you exit that zone. And if your average speed is over the permissible posted speed limit at that stage, then you are issued a ticket. And we did find that, particularly at the beginning of that, when the the cameras were put in there, that a lot of drivers were exceeding the speed limit, um, you know, to to a greater extent. Interesting enough, we, we're just monitoring that as well. Uh, the instance of collisions on that section of road um, have decreased. Uh, there was a number of different factors. There. The weather as well was a factor on that road as well with higher, um, I suppose, the aquaplaning was a factor in a number of cases. But we've seen that since the average cameras have gone in that there has been a reduction in those. So so overall, I think when we go back to the normal um day-to-day running of, of the guards and we look at enforcement to speeding. You know, our main focus in those are the the 100-kilometre zones at the moment uh, and the smaller speed limits, obviously the 50s and the, the 50 kilometres and the 60 kilometres. And again, Peter, it's, it's trying to get the message across to people that the posted speed limits are not targets. They're, they're not something that have to be reached. You have to drive at a speed that's safe for the uh, environment you're driving in. So that's the road, weather and traffic conditions. And we find a lot of motorists are exceeding, first of all, exceeding the speed limit, post speed limit, but also not driving at an appropriate speed for the conditions. So if the weather conditions are poor um, and a lot of water falling on the road, you need to reduce your speed. And the traffic conditions as well, if there's a lot of traffic around, pedestrians, cyclists, your speed needs to be reduced as well. and, and again, just be mindful that uh, speed is a major factor. 
And can you tell us, Eddie, in terms of, of the rollout of more average speed cameras, how many roughly can we expect in Clare, for example, or, or do we know that yet? I suppose I don't know that exact um, detail of that yet, Peter. Um, these are decisions that are government decisions ultimately that will be um, put in place. But I do know that you know the, the government themselves and the ministers are looking very closely at the introduction of um, more variable speed cameras in certain locations on certain roads and um, you're correct that the, one of the port tunnel has been in place for a number of years and has been successful in reducing speeding in those areas so it's it's just one of the, the strategies I suppose being looked at uh, overall now between um, Trans- Transport Infrastructure Ireland, the Road Safety Authority, the government uh, and ourselves looking at all these different strategies to try and reduce speed and get the message out there that I know it's just about keeping people safe on the roads. So unfortunately I don't have the detail of that Peter but I'd imagine it will be you know there'll be a number of roads selected uh, as the years go on now um, which are appropriate for those type of um, technology. And Eddie just before we finish in in your experience who, who speeds and when is there a particular demographic that you that you look at? It's it's kind of across the board Peter at this stage um look we do find that um you know drivers um for, for multiple reasons, speed, um, you know, distracted, not watching the post of speed limits, not watching their speed themselves. Um, we know everybody is busy now and, you know, from, from in the morning times, from delivering, um, you know, people to school, from people that are driving for, for work as well. So it's across the board, Peter, in relation to the types of people that speed. Um, we haven't put it down to any particular demographic. But I would say that, um, you know, with that increased number of, of, of speeding in certain scenarios, like if we look at last year, our fatalities were the highest since 2014 at 192 nationally. Um, that's about 16 fatalities a month. And there was also an increase in the number of fatalities among pedestrians, uh, p- uh, passengers and vehicles and motorcyclists. So, you know, a, a number of those scenarios did in- include the speed. So I think it's important that um, we-, we look at across the board. Everybody needs to check their speed now as they're driving. Uh, be aware of the posted speed limit and the area that you're in. And also then uh, reduce your speed accordingly to the road weather and traffic conditions. Thanks indeed to Eddie Golden, head of the Roads Policing Unit in the Clare Tipperary Guarded Division, for joining us there. We're joining the studio um, to um, continue talking on the same issue by Ennis Finnegale Councillor Mary Howard. Uh, Mary, Mary, good morning. Thanks good morning. for joining us. Um, just looking at Ennis, um, first, Mary, in your experience, is speeding an issue in Ennis or is it? M- more of a rural issue, do you think? I, you know what, even this morning on my way here I saw people driving incredibly dangerously. I was coming down uh, uh, Ordnagrania Hill to turn left um, and a car overtook me on the far side straight up blindly onto the onto the road. There is stupid driving going on and people making stupid decisions to save 10 or 15 seconds on the road. So, I, you know, the one of the things that jumped out at me there from when speaking with Eddie was 26% of road accidents and fatalities that uh, speed is a factor. You know, speed kills. We see that ad on TV all the time. And it's so important that we remember that and that it resonates with us to slow down that extra couple of minutes. And, and you know, we all get wrapped up in it. You know, you need to be someplace by a certain time, you get delayed or whatever and you put your foot down. But I think it's just like 184 people died last year. When I checked after Evelina got in touch with me on Friday, we had 25 fatalities since January 1st. And over the weekend, we can now add to that that there has been a 15-year-old uh, girl in Tipperary 
there has been a child, there was a cyclist in Dublin yesterday and there was a driver in Kilkenny. So now we're looking at, at this stage, so far this year, that we have five pedestrians, we have 11 drivers, we have nine passengers, we have a motorcyclist, a cyclist, uh, you know, and children. This is devastating for the families and for the communities that those people are belonging to. We woke up this morning to hear that there was a bad accident out in West Clare. You know, you can be rest assured that there are families at the moment now that don't know if they're coming or going, that they're waiting to hear how a loved one is doing. Um, they're, you know, they're waiting to see if they're OK. If they're, you know, and we wish whoever was in that accident, you know, the, the, the best in a full recovery. But at the end of the, every one of these statistics is a person that was loved and adored within their family. They were a workmate, they were a niece, a nephew, a brother, a sister. So we need to just, I suppose, think about the real people behind this. You know, make sure your car is properly maintained, make sure your tyres, you know, have the correct thread and that they're in good condition. Slow down, make sure you maintain your car. And the one thing that I now, over the weekend, I said this to you when I came in, I spoke with a number of members of Angarda Shiokana prior to coming in this morning and the thing that I was a little bit taken aback with is that drink driving is on the increase and so is drug driving that's totally without a doubt that's a no-no in my book Um, people using their phones somebody said to me oh they're watching TikTok while they were driving I you know I'm I'm I have frightened to answer my phone when I'm in the car and I can answer my phone off the steering wheel I don't need to look for the phone you know but like there's some people doing incredibly dangerous things on a daily basis and they need to have a reality check and slow down and cop on. Um, I'm probably generalising a small bit here but a lot of people don't like to hear of of speed limits being reduced. You often hear that uh, you know on particular roads that if for example there was a controversy a few years ago when elements of the N68 between Innes and Kuros was reduced to 80 kilometres an hour and quite a lot of people were given out about that. Mm. So there is a bit of a culture there as well. But I suppose reducing speed limits, I suppose, is like bringing down the drink driving rate or, you know, L-plate drivers needing to have a person in the car with them. The government is not doing this or, you know, with the Angarda Shikana just to make people annoyed. They're doing it in order to save lives. I love to travel and I, I observe what's around me and anywhere you go around the world, pretty much any urban area is 30 kilometres per hour. That's sensible. That's practical. And, you know, I, I welcome that. Reducing 100 kilometre uh, to 80 um, and 80 to 60. I welcome that and certainly in some roads. And the Kilrush Road, and I travel it um, on a regular basis um, because I'm on a number of boards of management out in West Clare. And it needed to be reduced because, again, on that road, there was a huge amount of accidents. Um, and they have been reduced drastically since, since the speed limits were, were brought down. And I look forward to, and I welcome, and there's no ways around it, I know it's probably not populist to say this, but I think the sooner we bring down the speed limits and that they are enforced, the better. Because you can look around your Christmas table next Christmas and when you're having your dinner and know that your family is there with you. There are plenty of families, 184 this year, that were looking at empty chairs. Um, I've often seen a scenario, Mary, where you you might have a particularly slow driver on a stretch of road and there's a big build-up of traffic behind that driver and people get a bit impatient and overtake. I mean, I suppose patience is probably a bit of a virtue in terms of driving as well sometimes we all get a bit of a bit impatient if that happens to us yeah I, and listen I'm guilty of that 
um, you know that the you know particularly in summertime when you're on a road and there's a tractor in front of you with the load of hay or silage and you just th- you know say to yourself why don't you just pull in and let us, let us pass by but I suppose the thing is to get into our head those few seconds or those few minutes are not going to be, make a big difference once you arrive alive and arrive, sa- arrive safely to wherever your destination is. And just finally Mary what role is, as a local councillor what role does the council have in terms of implementing speed limits or coming up with you know ideas as to where they should be reduced? The, well the, at the moment you can um, there's a feedback into the council if there's an area um, and there's been a, a fair bit of activity actually in this in recent months because since Minister McEntee announced this before Christmas that the, the speed limits were going to be reduced I've seen to, been saying to people be proactive you know, engage with us now. Um, a, I can't think of the name, the website or the web page off the top of my head. But if you go to Clare County Council, you can you'll find there. Um, it's not roads.ie. It's a simple one like that. But put in your your observations, your submissions, so we're ready to go. That we have the work done, the groundwork done. That once the minister gives the say so to do this, that we're ready to act and reduce the speed in certain areas. But as I said to you, within an urban centre like the town of Ennis or the town of Kilrush or, or Ennis Diamond or Milton Malby or wherever you are, 30 kilometres should be once you come into the zone. You're near schools, you're near uh, residential areas. I think the speed needs to be reduced there. Now, on a completely different note, Councillor Howard, we're running a, a competition in association with Costello Estate Agents. As, as we mentioned, we have a 250 euro voucher for a qualifier. Now, you can't qualify. <laughs> so let's rule that out straight Don't away. You say I won something. Uh, no. <laughs> But, uh, so we're asking people to get in touch and ask, uh, on 086 1800 tell us what was their best holiday experience or their worst. So um, have you anything to throw oh into the mix God. there? But um, bear in mind now, you can't win. I can't win. I remember being my first holiday without my parents years ago. And uh, what was about 18 or 19 going to Greece back then. And I remember getting stung by a bumblebee and I made such a fuss because by God, was it sore. <laughs> I say that that is complete was why we were out. We were drinking in the port in Piraeus, um, just drinking beer. A few of us, eight or nine of us, I don't, can't remember. But I remember thinking afterwards, God, you're a complete big girl's blouse. Um, I made such a fuss of it. No, my luggage usually arrives, and the the places I'm staying are usually okay. Staying in a couple of dodgy places, all right, but um, I don't think they'd be for your listeners' consumption early in a Monday morning. Okay, but. well, you've got us off to quite a good start. <laughs> Everyone is wondering where the bumblebee stung you, but let's leave that. <laughs>